Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Leah Radujecic. Leah is the first Croatian girl in this podcast. She is a level three personal trainer, a prenatal postnatal coach, a level four nutrition coach, and an ex volleyball player living in Dubai, UAE. Leah, how are you today? Hello, hello. I'm doing very well. I'm so uh, grateful. Uh, to be a part of this podcast as well, especially as a first creation. Um, yeah, happy, happy to be here. I'm honored, lucky, very, very excited to know much more about you. So I'll begin with this nice first question, which is, Leah, if your friends and the people who know you best could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Huh, I think they would say I am definitely friendly, open-minded, maybe trustworthy, reliable friend, artistic, into sports. What else? Yeah, I think that would be shortly <laughs> how they describe me. I love that. And especially the word artistic. I want to know more about that. As an artist, do you mean you create art or are you an appreciator of art? And in general, what kind of art seems to resonate with you as a person? Uh, it's actually both. I love creating art and I appreciate all sorts of arts. Uh, so my mom is an artist, a self-taught artist herself, um, and she's been creating things all of her life. So I've basically grew up with a mom that's very artistic, very into arts, very creative. Uh, and I've always been surrounded by a lot of creativity in my life. Me, my personally, I love to draw. I love to paint as well. Uh, but it's not just about visual art. I love written art as well. I've studied Croatian language and liter literature. Uh, I have a bachelor's degree in that. So I've been reading a lot my whole life and i love poetry i so yeah it's i love all sorts of arts visual written art i love music as well and i really really appreciate all sorts of arts thank you this is so interesting i have so many possible questions that i'm curious about but i'll begin with this your love for art why do you love it is it because you feel it's like nutrition for your soul and so it refills you with that energy and inspiration to go back to normal life in a great mood and full of energy or 
is it in many ways an escape like you feel you're in new universes visiting them and discovering new things because each piece of art is so unique and different or do you like beautiful things and colorful things and beautiful language and so to you it resonates for your interest in beautiful things or why is art such an important part of who you are actually everything that you said makes sense to me i'm a taurus and tauruses are known to love beautiful things so definitely that aspect yes i love to see beautiful things around me uh whether it's in nature or in art but what i think is the most important thing when it comes to me creating is that it really does refill me i disconnect in that moment and nothing else exists other than the art that i'm creating so in a way it's really as if i'm living in the now i'm living in the moment in that little moment that i'm creating nothing really really exists and if i create anything and i listen at the same time to something that i really enjoy it's really 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 fulfilling from the inside uh it makes me happy it refills my soul uh it refills my energy and i really really love art uh in all sorts of ways even if i'm just listening to the music something that i like uh it also gives me a lot of good energy a lot of positive energy it refills me and shifts my mood if i was in a bad mood uh but creating creating myself creating things myself is very nourishing for my soul i would say thank you that sounds actually very poetic the way you described it and before we move on i'm curious because in around a month it will be your birthday how do you plan to celebrate it how was a birthday as someone living in dubai compared to croatia or any other place um yeah i will be 34 uh, in about a month and a half um so living abroad, living far from family is challenging in many ways sometimes. And obviously, if I'm celebrating my birthday here, my family cannot be around. So sometimes it could get sad if you're not surrounded by people you love. But I have a lot of friends here, thankfully, and I'm thankful for them because they make my days here better. Uh, and definitely they make me not feel the loneliness that I could feel being so far from my family and best friends. So for this birthday, uh, let's see how it's going to go. I like to travel sometimes on my birthdays. I, I, I love to explore new destinations on my birthday. Hopefully this year I might travel somewhere as well. Let's see. If not, <laughs> we'll celebrate here as always, just with some closest friends. That still sounds like a lot of fun. And I'm curious, you're a music lover. When you work out, do you listen to music that gives you that nourishment in an artistic way? Or do you try to go for energetic music that pumps you up so that you can uh, lift and work out harder than last time? Or how is your relationship with art, music, and working out and uh, fitness? Um, so here is a fun fact about me that people are usually surprised when they hear. I listen to rock and metal. So <laughs> when I train, my metal side comes out. I listen to a lot of classic 
I mean, like old school metal, like Metallica or Iron Maiden, but also a lot of new, newer streams of metal. And I know a lot of people cannot understand that type of music. But to me, while I train, it gives me a bit of adrenaline, I would say as well. And I love, I know people don't maybe appreciate a lot metal, especially the vocals in metal. But I love the instrumental part of metal and rock. And this is something I listen to when I train. I cannot, because I I weightlift and I cannot train to something that's a bit more gentle. (laughs) I need something that pumps me up and rock and metal give me that. Uh, I don't necessarily listen to rock and metal only while I train. I always listen to rock and metal because... It's something that I love. I think the rock part is something that my dad gave me because he loves rock himself. And as I grew up with my mom being gentle and artistic, there was also my dad who was into sports and rock (laughs) and motorcycles and things like that. So I've had a bit of both growing up and I definitely still listen to rock and metal as well. (laughs) Thank you. And the way you're speaking makes me feel that you're someone who enjoys emotions very much. You want to experience everything in life to have a an adventure of emotions where you try everything and don't stay only doing the same thing every day. And so usually you'd get bored easily. At the same time, for you to achieve the results that you do, you need discipline a lot of tedious, boring, almost work every single time. How do you reconcile both parts of your personality? How do you stay enjoying the adventure and the excitement and the spontaneous, unplanned emotions and experiences in life? And at the same time, have that Taurus or uh, father inspiration or whatever discipline over long, long periods? Um, so I'm very disciplined as a person. I did sports most of my life and I've learned discipline through sport. So I would say that was where my roots in discipline and consistency started and it just continued throughout my life. But then through training and through working out, I really find that me time as well so that's important for me and I think this is how I'm staying disciplined because I'm enjoying it I love seeing results I love seeing progress in me as in myself as a person uh, and that pushes me forward you're not always motivated you know (laughs) there are days when you wake up and you don't want to do anything but you know that that one hour in a day one and a half hour in a day that you're going to dedicate to yourself only will change your mood as well obviously training you get endorphin kick and your mood shifts to better so that that helps me staying consistent because i know that one hour one and a half hour in a day is going to be my me time where i'm going to listen to my music i'm going to focus on myself only no phone no distractions um no conversations it's just my me time and um i love consistency i love a bit of a routine as well So eating well, training, it's something that I can consistently do and I can be disciplined about it. Um, But I am adventurous. I like trying new things. And this is where I think my more out of comfort zone, out of 
like more spontaneous spirit comes out. And usually on the weekends, I like trying new artistic things, new sports, sporty activities, uh, new sports. Um, so yeah, most of the week, I'm disciplined and consistent. And then on the weekend, I'm trying out new things. So I have a bit of combination of both. That sounds like a lot of fun. At the same time, you're a coach. Uh, in particular, you have chosen prenatal and postnatal women. So before giving birth and after giving birth, which is an emotional experience for every human being. At the same time, such women, because of the big changes in their body, they might uh, see slow results. How, what do you tell them so that they keep going and stay motivated? Because like you said, you are in love with seeing the gains and the, your results, but some beginner people could be further ahead in their journey. And it means they will see results after a long time. And until they see results, how do you encourage them to keep going no matter what and not give up? It's hard sometimes. And it's not just with prenatal and postnatal clients. It's with clients in general, because it's not always easy to stay motivated. It's not always easy to stay consistent, to say to stay dedicated to training and eating well and staying active. But I realized with all of the clients who starts to see the change, even the smallest change, even if it's just change in energy levels, it's easier to push them somehow because they want to feel better. They want to look better and they want to see the change as well. So I think me with the way I live with my lifestyle, I, I really try to be a role model to them as well and kind of prove them that on the bad days if they still push through and they still train hard and work hard it does pay off uh, I've, I've witnessed this so many times myself when I had something that slowed me down in life whether there was some kind of sickness or something happening in personal life or even just simple thing as a vacation so you're not training for two weeks 10 days whatever there are things in life that there's always gonna slow us down but if you are consistent if you are dedicated majority of the time with things it shows. It really shows. So I'm really trying to lead by example, not just to teach things that I'm not uh, practicing, but I'm really trying to be a role model and teach by example. And I think that's, I hope actually, that's motivating them as well. Thank you for that. You seem very kind and very caring. And I'm very curious to know even more about you. And I will ask, when people look at you, you look more like you're from Iceland because of your blonde hair, which is not very typical of the Balkans, if you think about it. Uh, are you naturally that way? Or is that a look that represents to you some part of your personality you are expressing? And if so, how does it make you feel to uh, look in that way, which is more Scandinavian rather than uh, in the Balkan region? Uh, I mean, I am blonde. I'm very tall. <laughs> so I do look, I do get a lot that they look Swedish or maybe Russian, which I don't mind. I don't, I mean, this is how I look. I cannot change my height or <laughs> whatever. But yeah, it's something, I mean, I, I, I like to look this way. I like to be fit. I like to look strong. 
yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm happy with the way I look and I'm comfortable with the way I look. And I think that's the most important thing. Thank you. And tell me about your life in Dubai and moving. Like you said, you left your family and best friend behind. How was that adaptation? Especially that it's a different city, a different culture. Maybe even you say you need your me time, but the dynamic energy of Dubai pushes a lot of people to be exhausted because they push their limits again and again and again. So how was adapting to the culture? What are some things you expected or did not expect? And how was that whole uh, acclimation and getting used to a new culture far away from home? Uh, so I came to Dubai nine years ago. So it's been a long time that I've lived here. And it's been a, actually a long time and a lot of changes have happened since the first time I moved here. I moved here in December 2013 and I was actually recruited for Hollister. I used to work in Hollister, I eventually became a manager and I was managing other brands in retail after that. I lived in London shortly before I moved to UAE. So I was kind of familiar with multiculturality already and I loved that I loved the fact that there are so many nationalities so many uh, cultures within one city and this is exactly what I've encountered moving to Dubai as well a lot of different nationalities and a lot of different cultures you can learn from a lot of different traditions and habits you can learn uh, so it's definitely something I was attracted to. Uh, I don't think I had a cultural shock because Dubai itself is already quite open-minded and open as a city itself. And I don't think I was really shocked by anything. It is a very different culture and a very different lifestyle from home. But I don't think I was shocked by it. I was just happy to embrace new cult culture and just a different way of living. But as you said, life in Dubai is very, very fast paced. In Croatia, is I don't think it's like that. Croatia is a bit slower paced and it's a huge difference yeah, in lifestyle. Uh, but after 10 years of being here, I'm definitely adapted to the life here and definitely not adapted to the life back home anymore. So it's good to go home when you need holidays because you really slow down. <laughs> you really slow down. But but I do love life here. I love people here. I've met so many different people from all different parts of the world. And I love that. I love that. I love meeting things. I mean, meeting new people that don't have maybe a lot of things in common with me. And I can learn a lot from their cultures their traditions i i love that i love that this is something i've let's say touched first in london when i lived there for a little bit and then definitely found more of it here as well that sounds like a lot of fun and really i i'm curious too because you're someone like you said you left home to go to london and then to the uae and you're living life with discipline and with routine at the same time, giving yourself the opportunity for adventure. I will ask you, for women who might feel stuck or they worry about the judgment of others or they have some anxiety that makes them worry too much about the consequences 
of any action. What's your advice for them so that they have the courage to go out of their comfort zone and begin to follow their big dreams and live to their potential? I love that question. Um, I think women in general are brought up, maybe not nowadays, but let's say my generation and um, older women than me, maybe we are somehow brought up follow certain rules and standards that women should follow. But this is something I've learned here as well. I've learned how to go out of comfort zone and chase the dreams. And I believe no woman should be restricted by anything. Their family, their partners, their friends, the culture, the religion. Uh, I think everyone should follow whatever is in their heart, whatever, whatever sets their soul on fire, whatever they feel drawn to, whatever they think is their purpose in life, and they should chase that. I think women in general sometimes put a lot of pressure on themselves because of certain society uh, standards that they should fulfill, that they should be married at a certain age, have children at a certain age, or have a career of a certain type. Um, I don't like rules of that kind. I don't like being restricted in any way and i really when i talk to other women as well i love if i can empower them into trying to do new things trying to achieve certain goals of their own i i I really do love that and i love to talk to a lot of women who are very strong and confident and bold and they know what they want and they know what they want to achieve in life um I really, really like to be surrounded by empowering women like that. And I do like to empower women to pursue their goals as well in all sorts of, in all sorts of ways. Thank you so much, Leia. It was honestly my privilege and my honor to share your voice and your perspective and to have you on this podcast. Absolutely. I enjoyed every second and You had really, really unique and interesting things to say because you're a unique woman and every woman is. And thank you again for participating. Thank you so much for having me. It was uh, my pleasure to talk to you um, and hopefully maybe inspire some women that are going to listen to this. Mm -hmm.